Welcome to the latest addition to the Compliance Podcast Network, the podcast 10 for 10, which brings you the week's top 10 compliance stories curated together in one podcast each week. Tom Fox, the voice of compliance, brings you the compliance professional stories you need to be aware of at the end of your busy week. Sit back and in 10 minutes, hear about the stories every compliance professional should be aware of. Every Saturday, 10 for 10 highlights the most important news, insights, and analysis for the compliance professional, all curated by the voice of compliance, Tom Fox. Get your weekly filling of compliance stories with 10 for 10. Hosted by Tom Fox. 10 for 10 is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. Stories from the week ending September 23rd, 2023. We begin with the first of three stories from the Wall Street Journal. This comes to us from the Risk and Compliance Journal. David Smagala reporting that 3M was spanked yet again. Uh, In August, we had an FCPA enforcement action. Well, uh, this week we had an export controls enforcement action where 3M agreed to pay more than $9.6 million to settle a probe by OFAC into sales to an Iranian entity controlled by the country's law enforcement. OFAC said that between September 2016 and September 2018, a 3M subsidiary allegedly sold materials to a sanctioned Iranian entity. The sale occurred even after outside due diligence staff flagged the potential problems. 3M self-disclosed and cooperated, uh, fired certain employees, and engaged in other remedial actions, which led to the relatively low fine and penalty. Uh, Our second story from the Wall Street Journal uh, comes to us as a Wall Street Journal exclusive from Emily Glazer and Theo Francis that Kiwi Kamara, the uh, founder and CEO of CS Disco, was rather abruptly quit as the company's CEO after the board of directors began investigating allegations that he groped an employee. The allegations uh, occurred or allegedly happened at a a September 6th dinner, and literally by September 10th, he was gone. So um, another example of CEOs behaving very, very badly. Next up from Reuters, the Illinois Supreme Court released orders disciplining 26 lawyers, including the former CEO of the state's largest electric company uh, and a founder of Chicago Law Firm. The Illinois Supreme Court said it had suspended the law licenses of Annie Pramagory and Michael McLean on the interim basis based upon their convictions in the ComEd or Commonwealth Edison uh, scandal in uh, Illinois. The Illinois Supreme Court also approved a five-month suspension for Chicago lawyer James Rollins, who admitted he lied and fabricated documents to convince partners in his firm that he had invested tens of thousands of dollars into launching the firm. So lawyers behaving badly. Our next story comes to us from a defendant who claims his lawyers, uh, his former lawyers, are uh, were and are behaving badly, and that is 
Sam Bankman-Fried, SBF, claims that uh, or has blasted Sullivan and Cromwell for mismanaging um, FTX and its bankruptcy going forward. And indeed, just before FTX collapsed in November, one of its outside lawyers had emailed a colleague at another firm insisting the cryptocurrency exchange's finances were stable and that rumors of FTX's demise were silly. He allegedly said, quote, FTX is rock solid, doesn't use customer funds or take credit risk at all. Of course, four days later, FTX filed for bankruptcy. So there you go. Uh, Bankman Freed and his supporters are saying that a large part of his problem was because um, he relied on Sullivan and Cromwell and the firm's lawyers are setting him up as the fall guy for FTX's implosion while downplaying their own involvement in the matter. Next up, from Politico, a really interesting story about Cattergate, the scandal involving the EU Parliament. Well, um, it has entered a very different phase now as more than a dozen defense lawyers successfully knocked the criminal investigation off course, massively delaying the probe. Lawyers for European Parliament Vice President Eva Kali um, suggested and obtained enough uh, evidence to accuse Belgian prosecutors of mishandling the case, and so much so to warrant an internal investigation. The inquiry will focus on how the evidence collected and whether this breached parliamentary immunity of the three EU lawmakers charged. Uh, they basically say this was a uh, spy operation against EU Parliament members, which should have been or should have had parliamentary immunity. So a very interesting new phase to Cattergate. Our next story comes to us from the Financial Times, and what can only say, uh, say is a bizarre twist to an incredibly bizarre story that FTX, uh, the bankrupt entity, has sued Sam Bankman-Fried's parents over misappropriated funds. FTX has sued them, claiming they enriched themselves by siphoning off millions of dollars in fraudulently transferred and misappropriated funds from the crypto ex exchange, cryptocurrency exchange founded by their son. Um, the uh, FTX claims that uh, monies were uh, directed to favored charities and political causes. No word as to whether the uh, bankrupt entity will go after those donations. Uh, next up from Bloomberg, the United States Deputy Treasury Secretary, Wally Ademayo, said that uh, stabilizing Nigeria's currency and rooting out corruptions are the, some of the top reform priorities for the U.S., unifying uh, Nigeria's foreign exchange rates and ending or taking steps to end corruption will be an important part of the new Nigerians' administration's attempts to bring themselves into the greater world community. Next up from Radical Compliance, yes, Matt Kelly on uh, 10 for 10 reporting on the real estate giant CBRE who was sanctioned by the Securities and Exchange Commission for including a pretaliation clause in employee severance agreements. Uh, this is the second pretaliation enforcement action we've had in a couple of weeks from the SEC. So 
Apparently, the SEC is taking uh, these matters a little more seriously under the Biden administration than they did under the nascent Trump administration. Pretaliation occurs when there has been no retaliation as of yet, but clauses in employment separation agreements uh, prevent employees from reporting illegal acts or uh, other nefarious conduct to the government, and that's a big no-no. Uh, finally, uh, or rather uh, next, our final story from the Wall Street Journal. This one by Rebecca Elliott, Emily Glazer, and Kirsten Grind, that uh, the Justice Department is probing Elon Musk's perks at Tesla going back years. Of course, there's recently been notice that he is Tesla is building him a house, and that's obviously a corporate perk, but... Uh, apparently, he's been receiving perks for many, many years. No surprise there. And the uh, SEC's permanent uh, Elon Musk wing has um, yet another case. And finally, from the Global Arbitration Review, the Mozambique tuna case rears its head as the case can go forward in trial in the United Kingdom and will not be referred to Swiss law-backed arbitration. So... Go Mozambique. Have a great weekend. This is Tom Fox again. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of 10 for 10. As I mentioned in prior episode, this is the one request I've received most often from podcast listeners of the Daily Compliance News to put together a summary at week's end so that every compliance professional can catch up on the news quite quickly. So I hope you will subscribe, rate, and review this new podcast edition to the Compliance Podcast Network family, 10 for 10. If you've got an idea for a podcast, I'd love to hear from you. I start many shows based upon ideas from listeners. So give me a shout. You can reach me at tfox at tfoxlaw.com. 10 for 10 is a proud member of the Compliance Podcast Network.